There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. I love it. I love it every time. That was a good, sincere one from me, I think. Oh, so the others haven't been? No. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we got there eventually, I guess. Eventually, yeah. I only took six episodes. Well, we'll see how we go after this, but, you know. Oh, no. Pressure's <laughs> on. Anyway, Lonnie, yep. now we got uh, a bit of an accidental running theme for these two episodes in a row. Oh, my goodness. And we did, this wasn't planned or anything like that. If yours is the same as my topic from last week, I apologize. <laughs> it's, it's not quite. It's just got uh, some, one of the elements is the same. Okay. So mm-hmm. I know this because we talked about it last week, but you're familiar with the Oscars, right? <laughs> I know a thing or two about Oscars, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we, we dipped in a bit about the Oscars last week. Looked at some uh, some controversial award moments, sure that did. sort of thing. Yeah. Now, that's part of what I want to do today is... I'm going to do something noble, Lonnie. Because mm. I feel the Oscars have been lacking for the past, uh, oh, let's say, 92 years. <laughs> you since, like that? since they started, pretty that's much. It. Yeah, that's okay. It. Yep. Right, yeah. <laughs> now, here's what we're going to do, Lonnie. And the Academy, we know they're listening. I think so, they're, they're our top listeners, aren't they? Well, they better be. So, they better take notes, boys and girls, men and ladies, because we're going to improve the Academy Awards show. I've been wanting to do this for ages, Dylan. This is oh, great. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, I'm going to present you with a bunch of things I think will fix it. And you jump in if you've got any suggestions as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, by the end, uh, they'll have a new formula to go off of. Wonderful. Sounds good to me. Beautiful. Now, first off, too bloody long. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong, Dylan. They were, t- they're very long, and it's okay for us here if, if we watch them like during the day because that's when they broadcast, or you watch it um, like the highlights on YouTube. But imagine being over there and watching it. It goes for like three or four hours at night time, and you're like, oh, I've got to go to work tomorrow. Bloody hell, yeah. speed it up. Absolutely. I mean, if you cut out all the ads and everything, I think it's like two and a half hours without ads, which is horrendous. That's too much. So if you're watching live, that's like over, as you said, three or four hours of your life you're dedicating to this stuff. Now, I think think we can trim it down to an hour and 45. I think that's doable. What do you reckon? I think that's fine. Okay. Okay. Now, that's more digestible, and we're going to do that... um, and we're going to get there by getting rid of all the awards that the general populace isn't as interested in off of the show. So this is things like sound mixing, sound editing, you know, all the littler awards, if you know what I mean. So are you getting rid of them altogether or are you 
Just not having well, them part of the broadcast. We're not going to have them as part of the broadcast okay. for this one. Mm. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to film those separately oh. and we're going to chuck those up on YouTube or, you know, whatever side is relevant mm. at the time. Okay. And so that the minority that cares about those awards can still watch them and, you know, see the speeches and that sort of thing. And another thing is, and this would be kind of hard to do, but if they can pull it off, I feel they would benefit in the long run. I feel that if they can keep it a secret somehow, don't film it live. Oh, the, whole, the whole show. The whole show. Well, first of all, I think I heard some rumblings about having um, this year, this ceremony just gone, mm. they were going to um, have the, the non-major awards. Um, so all those ones like mixing and editing, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Still on the night, but in the ad breaks, so people at home would watch them, but they'd still be there on the night. And I think in the end that was overturned because there was a bit of stink by people who were like, you know, these people are just as worthy and they're getting awards and stuff. So Yeah. However, if the goal is to make the night shorter, you do have to balance what the public wants to see versus this being a you know showcase for industry people. So yeah, exactly. It's got to be a balance between the two, and that's that's always been the problem because it's it's a. Uh, in many ways, it's like an industry awards night, but it's also a TV show, and it's also about movies, which are like one of the most popular mediums of you know, for the general public to um, enjoy. So yeah, there's like hardly anyone that doesn't enjoy watching movies. Exactly right, and then people get invested in it because they. They've gone to see most of these movies, or at least a few of them, and they like the celebrities. And there's, you know, we're all yeah. celebrity culture. Um, so, but also, then it is there for people who work behind the scenes to have their moment of glory, and for someone who's been a sound editor for, you know, thirty years, it's their chance to win their Oscars. So that's their time to be celebrated by their peers. So, it's it's hard to be all those things at once. So, yeah, um, I, I do like the idea of putting those in during ad breaks. Um, because yeah. I mean, if, if I was getting an Oscar, the most important thing for me wouldn't be that people are watching it live. It's that I'm getting the award well, that I've been recognized a, by my peers in the Academy. That's a good argument. So it's, um, it does make you wonder if they, yeah, do need to be, it's, it's being on TV. I guess the other argument besides that is though, is that, that, that means they're seen as lesser, but they kind of already are compared to person who wins you know, best actor best actress and best director and stuff so yeah exactly i mean it's it's not nice but i know it's generally accepted that those are the big awards like yeah best actress best original song best movie best director those ones those and are the big ones they're the most visible aren't they well exactly mm. exactly um to your second point though of having the show um filmed in secret what are, what are you thinking there well, I'm not sure how we would do it. Uh, mm. I mean, Hollywood, if anyone can uh, find a way to keep a lid on it, on the awards and that sort of thing. Mm. If they can do it somehow, uh, I just feel that they would benefit more with like uh, more production value and editing. Like with all the stuff you can do in editing, you can make it like a real uh, a real show, if you know what I mean. Well, you could... Um, it's a bit like, like MasterChef finals or actually... Um filmed beforehand and so they can be edited and yeah um, done like they're not, not live so you can have more control over the edit i can see the reasoning behind it practicalities though is it possible 
Well, I don't know, but, you know, as I said, if anyone can figure it out, it's Hollywood. So we're in this sort of idealised version of Hawaii. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're doing some blue sky thinking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... (laughs) It's an idea. It's up to them to figure out how to execute the idea. You know how it is. We're the ideas, man. It's them to make. It's up to them to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And I can understand people say some stuff is great when it happens live and that sort of thing. But I think the cringy moments, which we we went through last week, far outweigh the the very few nuggets of gold that there are. So you're thinking it would be nice if um, John Travolta could have a second go at saying. Oh. Adele Dazim. <laughs> let's just let's just keep Johnny away from the from the awards, eh? He can sit right in the back and do some clapping, but that's it. Okay. <laughs> now, secondly, well, thirdly, rather, no more singing segments. Getting sick of that. <laughs> I mean, one singing segment is acceptable. Any more than that, I feel is overkill and, and just takes up time. Do you mean the the songs that have been nominated for best song? What do you mean? Yes. Just, oh, okay. Ooh. Anything. Like even Eminem <laughs> performing this year. What was, why? Why would you? What I, was that about? Why were they singing a song from 20 years ago? Exactly. This year's Oscars? <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it back then. Yeah. You silly boy. Um, I don't mind when they get a chance to sing their, um, their song that's been nominated for best, um, best song. But it's what I've seen people talk about. It's like, that's not the best environment to sing songs normally. Like, yeah, absolutely. Up on stage, it's not really a singing competition or a singing um, event. Yeah, they're not there to see the singing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, and because of the theatre they're in is quite cavernous, it's not really, you know, even acoustically or yeah, you can't really sound your best up there. So yeah, so I think what you can do is because we know the nominations and the nominees beforehand, obviously, for yeah. the show. Yeah. Maybe, and this can involve the public as well, mm-hmm. we could have like a uh, sort of a voting beforehand as to what they feel is the best original song and that one that wins, that can be performed live at okay. the show. That can be their one. So do you, would that be the one that actually wins the best Oscar as well? The best original oh, song no, it's up, up to the Academy to choose that. This okay. is just something that... Uh, the populace can decide. You know, what what about having one kind of a bit longer, like a medley of all the songs put together? Oh, that could work. Like Depends on the songs, though, I guess. Sometimes maybe the songs wouldn't fit well together. That might work well more for like uh, a score performance, mm. like a live band or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, I'm going to be honest with you, this is a personal peeve of mine. I hate live music. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just for me, really. <laughs> Like I've I've never understood the appeal of live concerts and that sort of thing. I um I mainly agree to be honest. I'm not a huge concert goer myself. I've been to a few concerts, but yeah, I'm, I I find they're they're noisy. You can't sit properly, and other people are there. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and this is me. The recorded version of a song is the best possible version of that song that you're ever going to hear. Yeah. Like, it's been produced so much that it is that. And if you're going to a concert, you're paying much more money to hear an inferior version of that song. But you're there with the people going. You're there seeing the band. You don't care? No, No, not about that. Awful. I hate it. Anyway, rant over. (laughs) (laughs) 
Have you reckon about that idea, Lonnie? Um, again, I'm like, on the one hand, it's cool to see the songs because they've been nominated. On the other hand, if we're trying to make the show snappier, maybe there's another way to do it. So, well, yeah. I mean, if we still want those little segments that break up the awards, because I can understand why they're there, like yeah. a bit of a break. If we are going to have those segments still... I think they should just be different kinds of things. Like maybe you could have like a a tiny little play, like a scene being played out, something like that live, or a small stunt show in between, something like that. Well, they do want stunts to be um, a category, which I, well, I tend to agree with. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Mm. And if they do that, they can have that little stunt show in there. Okay. And as I said before, a little concert performance of a piece of score from maybe one of the nominated best films of that year something like so that so you're kind of trying to streamline the show but also revitalise it yeah exactly I think that's fair enough you may as well give it a go because it is getting a bit old now and a bit staid and a bit stale people you know? aren't watching it as much as they used to but people have other things to watch now I suppose at the same, at the same token so yeah exactly people are spoiled for choice with streaming services and that sort of thing so if you're going to reel mm-hmm. people in, you're going to do something different. But as you're saying, if, if we, everyone knew it starts at 7 o'clock, ends by 9.30, you can be in bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've watched a nice show and we can all be on Twitter and enjoy it and then move on with your life. You're not going to take up you know, hours and hours of time and boring stuff. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see your reasoning, Dylan. I'm not sure I agree with every, everything you're saying, but I see your reasoning. Oh, rough. But that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> be boring world if we're all the same, eh? It would be. I feel like I'm much more um, antagonistic when it's your turn. <laughs> when it's mine, I'm like, please like this and don't, don't, no, no controversy. When it's your turn, I'm like, this is stupid, Dylan. You're, you're a bad person. <laughs> oh, I mean, fair enough. I mean, Speed Racer did take a bit of a beating, but that's all right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, nah, it's all right. We're all friends. It's all good. Oh, for now. Anyway. <laughs> now, uh... Best picture category, Lonnie. Yeah. I feel that, I mean, they're getting better over time, but I feel that mostly it's just best dramas of that year. You know what I mean? There are Oscars films, you know, people films that tend to do well at the Oscars and not necessarily the films that the general public or even the best films of the year get nominated every year. It's always a controversial um, decision, isn't it? Which films get up there? Yeah. And, yeah, as I said, taking strides, like, you got some here and there, like, a bit different, like Black Panther, mm-hmm. Avatar, Parasite, that sort of thing. But there's hardly ever, like, comedies represented or family movies or horror movies, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Now, we're going to widen that spectrum. Ooh. Now, I feel that's going to happen. Now, we can go two ways for this one. Mm-hmm. We can either have one movie of every genre type can be nominated yeah, for Best yeah, Picture. Yeah. Or we just make the pool larger. Okay, so you're saying in the Best Picture field, mm-hmm. you would have a horror, an action, a comedy, but only one of those each. Is that what you're saying? Yep, that's right. Okay, so you'd have like 10 categories and you'd have what would be, like there'd be rounds maybe that would get through to... This is the best drama of the year. That's going to be up against the best comedy well, that's, of the year. That's kind of that was saying. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, that was another possibility. So, 
um, we could have some awards maybe for the best movie of that genre throughout the night, possibly, yeah. or even beforehand. And then the final award is pitting them up against each other for best picture. Well, that is kind of what they do, like, with animation is their own category and, mm. um, yeah, best international film, like, you know, film not from, like, a different language from English or from a different country, yeah. Um, so there's kind of precedent there, I suppose. Yeah. You only have to add a few more. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think I read recently that technically a short film could be nominated for Best Picture. It just never tends to because, you know, you're not really part of that, that world in the same way the feature films are. But Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I could see it working potentially. What happens though if you've got two really good dramas that year or two really good comedies and they can't get into the final, final battle? Mm, tough titties. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in, in, in a lot of ways it doesn't matter. And yeah. You know, like like most awards don't really matter in the sense of the film still exists, whether it gets a nomination or not. So yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. if uh, everyone's going to get pissed that uh, so-and-so movie wasn't nominated or didn't win, mm. whatever. So, yeah. Well, don't they say there's roughly 200 films made in Hollywood per year and then, you know, at least that many again made in other countries apart from the Hollywood system? Um and then at the end of the year, we only get about 10 that get nominated for Best Picture anyway. So, like, it's a pretty... If we've whittled down it pretty much anyway, so I can kind of see where you're coming from again. Not sure yeah. it would fly with the general public, but okay. Oh. Well, stuff them. This well, is about what I want, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll put this to you, though. There's One year, there's three great comedies, five great dramas, another two really good action... Um, movies yeah and but then there's no good horror movies that year but one gets nominated anyway just because it needs to be a horror film mm. what would what'd you do then what do you mean well that doesn't seem fair does it well i mean make more horror movies i mean what are you doing well it would incentivize people to make better horror movies well that's exactly yeah. right okay. and make just more movies in general if they know that they could win an Oscar, that sort of thing. Well, that's the reason behind having Oscars at all. It kind of gives people a reason to um, make quality films that aren't just appealing to the to the dollar, they're appealing for prestige as well as making money. So, Yeah, and as we said the other week, it's, uh, it's why Leo was smashing out films year after year, and then he stopped as soon as he won. <laughs> it's very true. Now he's only going to get out of bed if it's the Martin Scorsese or... Um, yeah, he'll do Quentin, solids to direct Quentin as he Tarantino, likes. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to just run around in, a, in the woods again like he did for <laughs> The Revenant. He's got it, you know? Well, that's another point. He might have got traumatised from that as well. <laughs> True. That bear, bloody hell. Yeah. And, uh... Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, this next one, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about equality for this one, Lonnie. Oh, good. I'm very selfless like mm-hmm. this. Now, <laughs> we're going to have best lead and best supporting actor in a film not actor and actress we're combining the men and women's performances okay yeah so there's just yeah just best lead or best supporting okay i get you and it's that way it's the best of the best there's not going to be the few that don't deserve there that deserve to be there let alone win mm-hmm. and uh yeah it'll trim the fat and uh, meryl streep isn't going to just get default nominations anymore She's going to bloody earn well, it like the old days. It is. Like, I get why it's there, like, historically and um, in terms of, you know, female, male getting their own categories in terms of acting because that's how they're marketed and whatever. Mm-hmm. But every other category is, is open to all, isn't it? So Yeah, exactly. There's no, yeah, best female sound editor. It's just best Or best editor. female director, that sort of thing. Okay, I can see where you're coming from, Dylan. And is still that... not on board? No, no. Like, my only concern is what happens if there's only blokes one year, only only women one year, getting all the nominations. But I, well, why would they do that? Well, it wouldn't happen, I guess. Is the no. is the is the thing? <laughs> no, they'd just be inviting backlash if they did that. Mm. And there's always an equal amount of, you know, lead actress performances and. Best actor performances, that sort of thing. Um, so. and, and it's a, it's kind of a funky way of doing it, but maybe you're in this way you're arguing that you're just recognising acting, you're not recognising best male or female acting. It's just acting as a as its own art form. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't like to be called actresses anymore, do they? They like to be actors. And that's fine. Period. Yeah, yeah well, all for it. Okay. Now. Yeah. Next. Mm. Going to make it a bit adult-oriented, Lonnie. Oh, hello. <laughs> now, that means uh, uncensored swearing, adult okay. jokes that can fly. Okay. I mean, don't have too much of it, but if you're going to make a joke, feel free to do what you want. Okay, so you... Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, it'll make it less cringy because the, the mm. hosts and the, the presenters won't be forced to make clean jokes and classy jokes, that sort yeah. of thing. And kids aren't watching these anyway, let's be honest. Don't know who they're kidding. No kids sitting there for three and a half hours. Certainly not, no. No. Not these days, they're all on TikTok, aren't they? Oh, don't get me started, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. So you're making it more of a M rating rather than the G or PG it probably yeah. is today. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be grotesque and no. anything like that. You're not but... saying full-on nudity on life on stage, are you? Oh, I mean, I'd welcome it, but you know, it's. I almost mentioned that last week, actually. The time the um, there was a streaker on stage in the seventies. Wait, what? At the Oscars? At the Oscars, there was a streaker. Yeah. How? Um, I'm not sure exactly how he got up there, but he was some sort of um, activist, and he he went up there and uh-huh. and luckily David Niven, who was presenting. Um, was able to... Clive's lined him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got it here, actually. I'll find out what happened. A bit of a throwback to last week. Yeah, nice. Okay, so... Um, conceptual artist, photographer, and gay rights activist Robert Opal 
um, was the streaker. Uh-huh. He came on stage um, waving a two-fingered peace sign. And then David Niven, who is an English actor and a bit of a um, witty gentleman, oh, yeah. he said, well, ladies and gentlemen, that was almost bound to happen. But isn't it fascinating to think that probably the only laugh that man will ever get in his life is by stripping off and showing his shortcomings? Rough. Oof. Very rough. Um, and a bit of a throwback to last week as well. Apparently, David Niven was up there to introduce Elizabeth Taylor because she was going to present Best Picture Oscar. So, all oh, right. I wonder how she did. She do better than she did in two thousand one for the Golden Globes. <laughs> uh, you would like, hope so. Well, I don't know. She did that, she did that in the seventies, though. Maybe she, maybe she wasn't drinking that night. Let's 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 face it. Let's face it. Yeah, she might have just been doing cocaine. You know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there. Sorry, some respect. That's Hollywood. That's Hollywood, baby. Yeah, that's show business, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. now hosts. 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 Okay. How do you feel about hosts? Um, at the Oscars specifically. Well, I like Billy Crystal being a host, so if he's you in your in your plans, I'm all for it. Uh, he's welcome. He is welcome. <laughs> okay. I feel comedic people are mm. a good fit. For the hosting, yeah, yeah. especially if we're going adult oriented now, yeah. they can get a bit racier, you know, yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Ellen's not welcome. No. Fuck her off. No. She's not good. Don't like her. Bit of a uh, controversial figure these days, anyway, because of some of the stories you hear about her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't want any of that. Just be nasty and, people, you know? Yeah, and she's not funny, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do have here more Billy Crystal, please. Yes. Good, good. <laughs> it might, uh, I mean, we could go two ways. We can keep doing hosts in and out, or we can have one host forever. And if it's going to be one host forever, Billy Crystal. So this year they didn't have a host, did they? They just had different presenters. And it was poor for it, I oh, feel. Really? People don't think that, Dylan. I think, like, I think most people thought it was good. Okay, but they're like, wrong. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Did you watch this year's Oscars or not? I didn't watch it. I, no. must, I must have been at work, but I didn't. Um, I, I saw some clips of. It. I didn't watch the whole show though. I must say. No. No, that's fair enough. Um, but the but... feedback was that it was okay. At least it was the worst for it. Was the was the impression I got? But maybe maybe you know better than me, and that's okay. Well, fair enough. I'll take that. Um, but yeah, funny people or surprising hosts like Hugh Jackman. The year he hosted. Mm. I think he nailed it. Yeah, people say that, don't they? Yeah. And uh, could even get, because uh, we're going adult-oriented, could get, uh, you know, a bit uh, adult-oriented comedians like Dave Chappelle or mm-hmm. maybe Trey Parker and Matt Stone from of South Park fame. You, you're really trying to shake it up, aren't you? Oh, yeah, boy. You know. <laughs> and I'll always welcome our boy, Ricky Gervais, too. I don't mind myself from Ricky. Over the last few years, I must say, I've been a bit turned off by Ricky, though. <gasps> oh, no. What's that? I just find some of his humour is a bit abrasive these days, and it's his Twitter personality, Dylan. I'm a big guy on Twitter. I, uh, I, I tweet a lot. Well, I, I, I'm on Twitter a lot, I should say. Yeah. And he's just a bit annoying on there. Well, you see, that's probably why I'm still on board, because I don't have Twitter, so I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't read his stuff. Yeah. Well, I also, what I've come to realise is that all those years I thought I liked Ricky and Steve... I think I just like Steve. 
Well, that was going to be my next point. I think he could maybe co-host with Stephen Merchant. Okay. Eh? Eh? Well, that could eh? be good. I, I think there might be a bit of bad blood there between the two, though. <gasps> what? Well, they don't really work together anymore. Oh, yeah, but... Well, they might just be doing their own things and being their own people. Maybe they're still mates. Let's hope so, anyway. Oh, I pray. Maybe this could be the time they come back together to save the Oscars. Um, Cinderella story. <laughs> Not the right uh, phrase, but that's all right. <laughs> just, just post through it. It's all good. Um, yeah, I could. I wouldn't mind. Maybe if not Ricky, just someone who maybe is is um, able to take it, laugh at themselves, and and not take it so seriously. Even though it's a very serious night, those moments of levity really do make it worthwhile, don't they? Yeah, and it's always nice to see Hollywood bigwigs taking down a peg too. So. That is, like, as much as it is important, um, because it's, you know, the pinnacle of their career and it is a, a celebration of a really interesting art form that most people in the world like. Yeah. It is still millionaires giving each other gold statues, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't really matter in the any grand sense, like, you know, in some ways nothing matters, Dylan. You know, we're all going to die anyway, so. Morbid, but I get your point. Fair and even, point. And in terms of things that do matter, I think, you know, being a good person and making sure everyone is, is safe and happy is, you know, Hollywood's part of that and movies are part of that because people enjoy them and they bring a lot of yeah, light. It's people's to escape. Life. It's people's escape. And so we shouldn't we shouldn't think it's it's not worthwhile doing a good job at this sort of endeavour and, and taking it seriously. But also it is, you know, it's a, it's a subjective awards night, so it's not really going to matter into that grander sense of the world. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. Yeah, but you may as well make it a good thing, and I think your outline of strategies, uh, they're worth thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have but, anything uh, else there, Dylan? I have a couple more. Okay, here we go. Two more. Some good ones for the end. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Oscar's uh, too fancy, I feel. Too fancy, eh? Yeah, much too fancy. Mm-hmm. It's all just, uh, you know, fancy dresses and uh, black suits for the boys. Yeah. I think there should be a dress-up theme each year. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, boy! You, You're you, on board. You finally speak in my language, Dylan. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. So, like, uh, like a big costume party or a masquerade ball. Something yes. like that. Yeah. Okay. If you a bit more colour and, uh, you know, they could... Uh, be a little shout out for best costume of the night, that sort of thing. So, are you saying it's themed every year, or is yes. it okay? So, every year's got a theme. Love yep. it. Um, and then that's also one of the categories. Then best outfit. That's it's a killer idea. Yeah, boy. Oh, there we go. I got you. I, would I got love, one year all four. I'd love um, yeah, someone to to win an award for like a really serious movie and they're in like a peacock outfit or yes something. <laughs> yes i just want to see martin scorsese in a buzz lightyear costume that's yes. that's all i want is also he has to incentivize it so maybe if you're not wearing a costume you can't get your oscar yeah you're not so, allowed up yeah so in that sense yeah martin scorsese has to be dressing up as spider-man <laughs> <laughs> yes i love it oh that'd be so good and if everyone's doing it it's you know yeah. no one's going to be judging each other it'll be fun it would be fun. Yeah. And they're all they're creative types. They should be Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. 
And if they're not, they can hire people that are to make them costumes. Yeah, yeah. this is great. Thank you. Thank one, you. One of your best ideas, not just of this episode of all time, Dylan. Of all time. I agree. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, probably should have ended with that one, but that's right. <laughs> now, uh, last one. Uh, I want to add a category, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want best voice performance. Okay. Yeah. A- again, mixing men, women, uh, yeah. child, if need be, in there. <laughs> uh, mainly for animated films, obviously, but if there's mm. like a voice-only role in like a major live action film like uh, a rocket raccoon for example well that pe- sort of thing people called for um scarlett johansson to get nominated for her back in the day mm-hmm. and she plays oh. the voice of the ai system yeah yeah also heard there have been rumblings about andy circus for caesar mm. the ape mm-hmm. and the planet of the apes films so i mean that's motion capture as well but you know that could be its own category some some would argue i think there's yeah. probably not enough award enough yeah that was my you know, every year yeah so, yeah, throw it in with the voice performances. Why not? Well, I think that's a very good point, Dylan, because voice acting is just as legitimate and it's just as difficult and as much as an art form as, as you know, acting in front of the camera. Um, so why not? Well, that's the thing as well. I hear a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff of actors now. I don't know if they're hamming it up or not, but they say it is very difficult to do voice acting because... The only thing you can get across with like emotions and that sort of thing is your voice. Mm. That's all you have. And the way they do it, often they're just doing it to no one, or like doing it to the director, and yeah, they're not you know sitting around acting in front of like with someone, so they can't really work with the other actors. So yeah, it can be more difficult in that sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's like sometimes they're like recording groups and that sort of thing, but it's yeah. it's always a point being made that it's special if it is happening on a a film or mm. something like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, not only will it give, like, voice actors more recognition because it, it'll open the, the door to, like, proper voice actors, not just Hollywood actors mm. doing voices, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm. Um, but it may have a knock-on effect as well of uh, big Hollywood actors maybe taking voice acting roles when they may not necessarily have done otherwise, if there's a potential that they could win an Oscar, that sort of thing. I think that's a, a very good idea, Dylan. You've two, two last ideas have nailed it. Ooh. Very nice. And you ruined it. Oh, good. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, those are my ideas to improve the Academy Awards. Uh, anything you want to add or think overall? No, so mostly you're thinking streamline the show, make it a bit shorter, mm-hmm. make it more of a televisual product, is that right? So having some more... Um, some more editing, flourish, post production yeah, stuff. Like the stunt categories and mm-hmm. maybe some song and dance, but not too much. You know, don't make it yeah. um, get boring too much of that. Yep. Um, you you want to widen the categories, so incentivize different movies that are happening and performances. Fair enough. Yep. Um, and most of all, you want to make it a fancy dress party. Absolutely. And That's... competition. So I think that is that's a killer idea. Beautiful. I love it. Alrighty. Well, I think that's it, eh? I think you have saved the Oscars. Oh, I think I have too. And, you know, Academy, just just do it, eh? <laughs> just bloody listen. Listen to Dylan, <laughs> for, the, for the most part. Nah, all, all parts. Okay. You know. <laughs> all right, anyway, 
Well, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Too aggressive? No. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. <laughs> Oh, that'll do. We gotta stop it. I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Now, once again, we want to thank Mark Irons for our theme song. Now, Mark's a bit of a muso. He's got a band, and I've said he can sing this song at his concerts if he wants, at his gigs. Fair, fair point. Um, I imagine it's the only song he'll probably play because it's such a good one. Well, that's all you need. Just do a couple encores. That's right, get the crowd clapping along. Heck yeah. Yeah, so really, you could do a whole tour just on that one song, I reckon. Absolutely. And maybe we can come along, I don't know. Just spit along. Yeah, Yeah. okay, I'll go, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.